Hello there. Welcome to the latest episode of the Web3 Growth Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Prime. In today's episode, we are going to dive into a thrilling success story. We are looking at how Milwaukee Bucks, a popular basketball sport company valued at $3.5 billion, made their mark in the world of NFTs and Web3. We'll be breaking down the strategy behind their Dear District Cream City All Assets Membership Pass and talk about how Web2 brands that are eager to step into Web3 can launch successfully in Web3. Let's dive in. So, in 2021, the Milwaukee Bucks secured their first NBA championship in half a century. But there was something else that equally fueled that excitement, and that was the launch of their very own NFT collection. Now, for those of you who might not be so familiar, the Milwaukee Bucks are a Star Wars um, professional basketball team and they are based in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the United States and their journey into the NBA began way back in 1968 as part of the league's expansion into the Midwest. And since then, now under the wings of their superstar Giannis, they have risen to be one of the top teams in the NBA. However, amidst these victories in 2021, they did something extraordinary. They initiated one of the most innovative NFT launches for a Web3 sport brand and it is a strategy that many other brands could potentially learn from and that is exactly what we are going to be talking about. They launched their NFT pass called the Dear District Cream City and All Access Membership Pass from the name. You can already guess that this was an NFT membership pass and it's not the typical uh, PFP NFTs that we are used to in Web3. In total, there were 259 Cream City NFT passes that were created and then minted as free mints. And the collection was hosted on Polygon, which you already know is a layer 2 blockchain that solves scalability issues on the Ethereum blockchain, making transactions more faster and with minimal gas fees, right? This collection, on the other hand, with little quantity, which made it scarce and also made it quite in demand, also onboarded Web2 natives into the Web2, Web3 technology creating a huge awareness for Web3 and NFTs in general. And that is because majority of the people who won the raffle were not Web3 diggers. However, they were Milwaukee Bucks fans who joined the raffle and heard the promotion via radio, on social media and in the stadium. And although the passes were 259, thousands more fans got to know about this membership pass that was going to be hosted on the blockchain. I mean, it was new. Looking at Milwaukee Box, it's a sport company, it's a, it's a sporting brand and then for fans who go to the stadium to watch games, they, they buy tickets, right? They buy tickets to go into the stadium and this pass, this Dear District Pass was something different. This was hosted on the blockchain and they were going to get access into the stadium to watch the games via their phone via a membership pass hosted on the blockchain and not necessarily bought via any of their um, retail channels so it was something new something different and personally i believe um, that the little supply the 259 um, supply um, in the collection doesn't mean anything at all because i've seen and read some comments that said um, they hoped it was more they hoped the supply was quite more and i also believe that this supply which should naturally induce scarcity had nothing to do with why it had so much demand during the raffle however what made the supply on the nft itself or the nft membership pass itself so special was the value it was stacked on this is the value 
Each of these membership pass offered exclusive benefits to the fans who became holders, right? So these fans got benefits such as private VIP session in the viewing area for their district watch parties and also a private bar and a sitting and heaters that had sitting and eaters and it also allowed the holders to share that experience with their friends. So with one NFT pass on chain, each holder got to experience all of that with one of their closest friends and that means that over 500 people benefited from the use case of this NFT pass during the playoffs. And that's because there are 259 people and every, um, each one brought one of their friends. That was about that's over 500 plus 500 five something. I can't remember the number. But both these holders and their friends could experience the energy of the Cream City and their district like never before. And they enjoyed close actions to the playoff games and it, and it didn't cost a penny because, like I said, all the passes were given up for free via a raffle. This wasn't just a ticket to the games during the playoff but an NFT that took the fans closer to the, to the action and then this creative initiative although it was just a trial membership program that only lasted during the, play the playoff it still truly summed up the essence of the fan experience and I believe this has set the stage for what could be a revolution in fan engagement using NFT technology and Web3. So from a Web3 perspective this is why this NFT access pass launch it remains special in my mind. We've seen top Web3 companies coming to the Web3 ecosystem in the past and have made a mess of things in terms of how they launched into the ecosystem. And one underlying problem for them was that they failed to onboard their existing customers, their existing members, their existing fans. But Milwaukee Box have come in with a three-pointer and they've done this with ease. So the Cream City Pass was not just an ordinary ticket to their games during the playoff, but an NFT that brought the fans closer to, to the action, like I like I explained. But then the lucky fans who won the pass for free were in for a treat, and they got to experience all of the energy like never before, firsthand. These people who won it were not diggings on Twitter; they were actual customers, actual fans of the box that goes to watch the games game in game out they were the ones who won this nft they were the ones who were being onboarded into the, the technology in that kind of sense and this in my opinion was just amazing right miwaki had successfully integrated web3 solutions into their existing customer or fan base and rather than coming into crypto twitter trying to onboard web3 diggings who most likely have zero affinity to their brand what they did was quite the thing they focus on the existing customer base and offer the web3 solution that was stacked on an irresistible offer or use case in that kind of sense and this made the adoption rate very seamless and the value the solution offered had a huge demand and yet it was free so i've said always in many times in my blogs um, on, on on this podcast show that the only way to drive adoption rate for Web3 solutions is to build products that get product market fit. And when we talk about how brands should strive to create product that hits this product market fit and offer reuse cases, I believe Milwaukee, Milwaukee's membership passes should be an example worth mentioning. And that is because this NFT pass had huge demand and actually hit the product market fit. It was free and it was little in supply but then that did not give an excuse to make it 
um worthless right it's not just a, a random pfp that the fans will stack on their wall or slap on their on their fridge but then it gave the fans what they wanted close actions to the playoff right wanting to be like they are part of the team winning the the playoff in 2021 and that was so massive it was such a huge benefit for the fans such a huge opportunity for the fans to be a part of this process to have all of these benefits in vip areas these are the kind of things that fans live for fans strive to want to be a part of and then that was made possible with that nft stacked on the chain right that is something that is very exciting something that is very interesting to want to look out and so if you have got a web 2 brand that uh, is looking to launch into web 3 you need to focus on building something that has a simple and clear value proposition a stack benefit for the fans or for your customers or for your your members that has zero barrier to entry and this is exactly the model that Milwaukee Box has implemented and that is what makes them really really special for web 3 brands it's easy to want to launch but for web 2 brands launching requires a certain step of process that you need to actually take more or less not necessarily the process but more or less the mindset the mindset into understanding what is and what isn't right and there are some few things that you should pay attention to if you are a web 2 founder if you're a web 2 um marketer looking to launch a product in web 3 there are some certain things that you should pay attention to when launching an, into an ecosystem that brands like porsche lacoste nike adidas starbucks and many many more like reddit have launched into now these brands that i just mentioned they, their involvement in this industry shows that there's an evident opportunity in the Web3 ecosystem, in the Web3 industry. But how should Web2 brands and Web2 businesses and founders and marketers and team members um, really go about launching in this industry? Especially with the huge backlash that Porsche faced when they launched or the stalemate situation with Reddit NFTs and the kind of challenges that you can face when you come into an ecosystem that is very different from what you're used to. The first thing that you need to understand as a ground rule is that everything is built around the community in web3 to prove that you understand this change in community structure co-creation and active participation you should model this with your existing community base or with your existing customer base or with your existing fan base or with your existing members base in web2 so you onboard your community base or your members base into web3 and make them become the early adopters of whatever solution you're looking to build it should all be about them and your brand during the product development and execution phase and then launch phases the existing web3 and crypto twitter community should be an add-on to your already, already existing community base right and then because your community base are passionate community members who in your web2 offer um i've already paid for your services bought your tickets to your games use your product and they have a, such a huge affinity for your brand they even wear your product they they have also referred your products to their friends and families uh when you are launching into web3 the one mistake you want to avoid is leaving those people out the people that actually have affinity to what your what your brand is all about and then putting your attention to people who 
maybe know you because you're quite popular and have a huge name but then don't care about um the vision and the purpose and the mission of your of your brand in that kind of sense maybe don't even use your product maybe i've never even bought your product but you want to stick with the devil that you know and avoid the angel that you don't right in that kind of, that's that's the, the kind of idea i'm trying to um, paint here and then because the diggings that you're trying to onboard in crypto twitter right they do not know you they do not have any affinity to your brand so they can come into your community if they like right they can decide to mint your any your product if they like they can decide to just be a part of the the brand idea if they want to but with a proper structure of onboarding your existing customer base right you can establish meaningful partnership with other brands in the crypto community and they will see this huge advantage that you've built with your community this is the ground base this community is everything and many brands like that have launched that web two brands that have come into uh um, web three some of them have made the mistake of launching a product and then trying to build a community from crypto twitter from from the existing crypto community well that is not wrong but the problem with this is these people have zero affinity to the brand and the expectations are usually different web3 is a um primal emotional based industry that that is driven by price action right and then when you are launching into web3 trying to build a community and you have you have your existing community but you leave them out and you launch into web3 and trying to build a community around the communities in web3 what you are simply playing out is you are trying to build a community that is usually sentimental driven by price action and fomo and everything done just to make profit and just to flip the nft now some might say this is not entirely the case they are true believers in the space but then that's true that has a that's that's true to some, to some extent when you've seen brands who launch without their communities they always tend to have issues one of the things that you can do very early on is to have this mentality communities everything i have a community coming to web, into web3 as a web2 brand my community is everything so you want to start co-creating with them doing everything with your community getting them along with what you are doing and this particular um um idea main mindset is the first step to launching into web3 the second thing to know is that customer overlap is a crucial factor right there's also a need for you to understand and identify the commonalities between your existing community and customer base and then potential web3 users now this means that you can tailor your web3 products to meet this potential community users needs so for example let's use an example that comes to mind a web2 fashion brand is looking to launch in web3 which is nice right um what you can do in terms of customer overlaps is you want to scout for existing web3 fashion brands that have huge success an engaged community that matches with some of the preference of your community base and then uh and your community base and target audience and they have this brand have a a functional and meaningful product use case and then it's fit for a partnership you can do this because there's an overlap in customer preference partnering and collaborating will allow you on board some of their community members into your brand and vice versa right 
and it will be a good match fit because in this way um the are uh, your target audience as well um but then you're not relying on collaboration and partnership and marketing in web3 to now build the community you are just trying to add to what you currently have to in and in increase the diversity of the community members that you have within the brand in your web3 um, um launch process now this is very in interesting but more than this there's also a third thing that you need to know it's and that is which is very that is sometimes very very crucial if you're going to launch into web3 is that you need to educate and you need to onboard your existing customers about the benefit of web3 now i talked about onboarding the customers but i, I decided to talk about this separately um that you need to educate them and this will ensure that transition into web3 and web3 use cases and usability and their competence in terms of using their metamax and whatnot is smooth so you can learn from the um, Milwaukee box they, they use this risk-free and high reward metric system right where it was a free mint so they didn't have to pay anything in terms of gas or anything and then it had a, such a huge reward right so that's incentivized them to want to have that stuff have that nft membership pass on their phone um at, at that point they were not thinking about am i going to pay 40 bucks for this or am i going to pay 20 dollars for this no there was no price attached but then their mind must have been set on the benefit they were going to get if they and now that they won the raffle right that is one of the ways to really help in educate in educating the people you want to take out them to, to educate uh, your customer base and you want to from the most part leverage on your existing retention channels like emails to your most engaged seg segment live calls in in the groups that you are currently in with your customers and educate them and talk about the vision that you to launch in web3 make them um, a part of this entire process get their feedback as well and build this entire process like the arts of, of the project or whatever it is with them this is how you co-create but most part why you co-creating with them you are educating them on how to use a metamax what um, not your keys not your not your money um how to do your research um how to just basic stuff how to how to go over some of the most basic information that they need to know and then talking about this with um, um them cons cons consistently having calls with them getting them ready getting them prepared and making them become aware right problem aware of, of, of um, yeah, problem and product aware of what you're looking to launch in web3 now this is ex exciting but in the fourth thing that you need to know is that you need to build a team with web3 expertise now be it in-house or in partnership to web3 agency and it's also quite important while you're educating while you are launching while you are looking at the overlaps for communities um you also need to um get that capacity to handle web3 native te technical issues um launch process or mint process can be a huge uh, problem uh, for for some brands um because the te technicalities with solidity and building um, the entire chain um, and coding processes can be can be challenging so you need web3 expertise for all of these technical issues you also need web you also might need web3 marketing and community building and partnerships etc and, and all of this can be in-house or all of this can be a high beast structure where you have some of these in-house and then the other part you do it in partnership with an agency and then this makes um 
not just the launch process but in the execution of the launch process much easier much um, efficient in that kind of sense finally you need to launch with a simple web3 product that is attached to your core service this ensures that you can launch easily and you can test the waters and it ensures that you have a clear revenue generation model you need to yeah that's what you need you need to have a clear revenue generation model and then ensure that it's the complementary product that increase your customers benefits to your brand right so you're not you're not moving from a fashion brand and you're looking to launch a a crypto bridge in web3 for decentralized exchanges it doesn't just correlate right there's no correlation between those two those two products or those two um, um services in that kind of sense so you want to launch a complementary product to watch your to your existing offer in web 2 so that your customers can benefit from it and one of the things that you can do is the higher um the um low risk high reward matrix that um miwaki box did this kind of products you can give your customers free or hugely discounted prices just to get into them and just to onboard them into the processes they have they will love to be a part of it if you do it well and then this can also ensure that you launch well and launch seamlessly in that kind of sense many web3 brands see nfts as merely a community building solution or a pfp strategy for brand loyalties which is entirely correct which is which is a real use case for nfts well i believe it can be more than that and it all boils down to how much value you want to give to your customers right and when you look at it in any way that it, it plays out how much value you want to give to your customers determine how far you will use the solution the solution is right there you can use it for anything but then the value you are looking to give is what drives um how much creativity and initiative you are looking to to actually take so this is exactly how you launch into web3 these are some of the things that i can that, can, that i think you need to pay attention to when launching into web3 and, and that is because it is very essential for you to pay attention to this so you now to have a very smooth launch process and then onboard properly and build something that really really um, um is valuable to your community base something like miwaki box has done now the opportunities that lie i have on miwaki box with the farm is over 65,000 people and a successful trial membership um pass that they did under their belt i believe that opportunity is, is very exciting but it is not just exclusive to them your brand in web 2 can also find success in web 3 if you do it properly if you do it rightly so you need to remember that communities are the heart of web3 so you need to engage your communities and build with them and let them lead with your success and that is all for today's episode folks tune in next time for more insights and discussions around the dynamic world of web3 growth marketing this is prime signing off until we meet again keep growing do not forget to like and subscribe if to this to this podcast if you've not done that before um look forward to seeing you in the next episode bye